0: Cause the other day, I was at the gas station. I was at the gas station and you know my girl, that's what my girl, she drive. I mean we drive a Porsche, whatever. I got. I get off the Porsche and shit and you know, I guess I look kinda cool to him or something. Then he, you know, he looking at my watch and shit, he's like, you a rapper? You're like, well, why would I be a rapper? Like, you know, I mean, I am a rapper though, but you get know what I'm saying? But to myself, I'm like, this nigga racist. And stay plenty Brown shall sit back, like you already now while you make it's the Danny Brown Show, we about to get live, let's go. Let's go. It's the Danny Brown Show, sit back, relax, like you already know. ready now, all you make studios. It's
1: like Danny Brown
0: Show, we about to get live, let's go. Brown well, M.A. studios. Coming at you live from Austin, Texas. What's up, man? You got me, your boy, Danny Brown. We back up in this. Mm -hmm. I got the Booth Boys with me. You already know what's up. Yo. Yeah, Yeah, man. So happy to be back, man, hanging out with y'all, man. I I was in Oklahoma this weekend. It was a great time. I was really impressed. I didn't know people in Oklahoma had some style to them. I was real shocked by that. I didn't know. So shouts out to everybody in Oklahoma came through to the show. It was a great time. I mean, I don't really know. If if um, they came to see music or not because it wasn't really that much being played, I pretty much talked damn damn near my whole set. But <laughs> so I'm pretty sure. Hopefully, they had a good time. I had a great time actually. Me and my girl, we hung out. You know, it was actually our anniversary and shit. So was like, "Hey, what do you do for your anniversary?" You know, we went to Oklahoma and did some Mali. <laughs> And I and I got I kind of got tipsy. I forgot because it was like late night, and she was like, "Man." What's this...? Wake up, let's do this, Molly. i was like, all right, all right. She wanted to have fun and shit. So I did so I, didn't. but I, um, the next day I was all sad and shit. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Why am I all depressed and shit? What's going on? Everything should be okay. I, I got good shit going on in my life. Why am, so, why am I so depressed right now? But I forgot. I was like, goddamn, Molly, you gave me last night. What the fuck? Why'd you do that? God. Oh, which remind me, the worst time I ever did Molly. I did um, Molly one time in Europe. I mean, London. It's actually like my first time going to London. And I was so fucking happy, like, you know, I'm super influenced by grime music and you know, the whole UK scene and all that shit in general. So I was just super excited to go over there. And I guess, you know, they they were obviously super excited to have me there because I wasn't really like seeking it out or looking for it or anything. And they just was like, yo, you wanna do some Monday? They called it Mandy out there. It wasn't my, you wanna do some Monday? And I'm like, Cool, you know, I'm I'm down with that. That sounds like a good idea, you know. So they brings me the Monday, <laughs> which is like a little baggy. It looked like, you know, I'm where are we from? I'm like used to getting it like in pill forms or like crystals and shit. You know what I'm saying? This shit was just like literally just like a powder form. So I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, I ain't never seen this before. So, I mean, normally like when we do it, we like lick our finger and like, you know, like dip it. And you know, you know, you, you guys know what, you guys know how to do it. But when I did that from from the, the spit being on my finger, it just started to dissolve the whole pack. So me and my friend, we both go into this fucking my DJ Skywalker, shout out to skywalk. He told this story too. I right? can tell my burger. We go into a panic. You know what I'm saying? So we just start doing this shit. Like, ah. Because we don't want to, you know, go to waste. So we just do the whole thing. And the guy that brought it to us, he came up later to our hotel room. He's like, yo, can I get some of that Monday? We like, Oh, we did it. He's like, You did the whole ground. We like <laughs> we like yeah i mean you know He like you guys are gonna be fucked man i'm like oh all right so instantly you know i'm getting a little paranoid but i was able to go meet one of my favorite rappers ever which is mike skinner aka the streets and you know that was my first time in london and shit so he invited me to this crazy ass baller ass like you know where a, a club where i think all the football players will hang out at you know what i'm saying it was like a, a normal club going on and it's like you go down these basement stairs then you go to like where they was hanging out at and it was like you know maybe like you know 20 30 people everybody looked pretty rich you know what i'm saying and he, you know you know we're talking and you know i'm starting to feel the effects it's starting to kick in a little bit you know what i'm saying he's like you want a drink man? you want a drink i know my uk accent is terrible but whatever he, he bought me a, uh so he brought me a drink or whatever And he, as soon as he give me the drink i just throws up right into it like Argh! and i'm so embarrassed this is like meeting one of my idols like you get what i'm saying so I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm just so heartbroken. He's like, it's okay, man. It happens to the best of us. So we like, fuck. We 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 starting to feel the effects. So we're starting to be a little fucked up. And this is maybe by like 9 p.m. And we 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 probably should be, we probably should be playing at about like 11. We go back to the hotel room. Next thing I know, we both just laying in the bed hugging each other now. Like, we don't know if this is our last hoorah or what. But we going through it. We land in the bed, just like, oh man. Ah. Uh, And the promoter, he keep coming into the room. He keep coming like, Danny, man, we're ready, man. i would be like, give me 15 minutes. Give me 15 minutes. Okay, it was about like 1.30 (laughs) a.m. When he finally was able to get me up. The club closed at like 2. So they finally get me, mose me over there. You know, I get over there. I'm seeing what we call a cookie monster. That's when you do too much. Your eyes are just uh, scrambled. You can't even see straight. You can't see shit. But, you know, if one thing you know about Molly and those kind of drugs, anything, you know, once the music came on, it was like a whole nother person. was. I was dancing like a motherfucker. I'm grooving. I'm singing myself. I remember if some girl jumped on stage. I'm, I just think I'm like, you know, obviously I'm not the most, you know, well athletically built motherfucker. You get what I'm saying? She was kind of thick too. I tried to pick her up on some, you know, on some, on some Jamaican dagger dance type shit. You get what I'm saying? I dropped the bitch right off the stage. Like, boom. Soon as she got up. It's like grand opening, grand closing. Soon as she climbed to the top of the stage, I picked her up, gave her three humps, and just <laughs> head first into the crowd. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, you on the molly, you're like, "Oh, I'm so horny! I'm so horny now." The show's over. I got a adrenaline rush. So I got like a whole bunch of girls, invite them to my hotel room. Like, "What's up? We gonna do the damn thing?" I ain't get shit. They just hung out. That's not realize. You know, everybody ain't like American girls. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> the London girls, they was not. They was what? We don't know you, man. This is our first time meeting you, mate. Let us get to know each other. I'm like, oh, God damn it. I'm rolling. Get out of here. <laughs> so I kicked them all out the room. and I just laid in my bed by myself, just staring up into the dark abyss, <laughs> wondering what I got going on in my life. But it was a great time, to say the least. You know what I'm saying? So shouts out to everybody in London. I can't wait to get back out there and party with y'all motherfuckers. We not doing no more Mandy, no. No more Mandy. That's not what's going on. So yo, you know if you know Danny Brown's show, we got to jump it right off into the um Ask Danny's. Danny. So yeah, man. If you got questions for me, man, you got some, you want, you need some advice or anything like that, man. You can you can you know you can email me at danny at the send you questions and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? We'll figure it out. I help you figure it out. You get what I'm saying? So hit me up. That's Danny at Danny At the Danny You know what I'm saying? So figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. All right, coming up first. We're coming in hot. Fingers in the ass. All right. I was getting busy with my girl the other night when she tried to slip her finger in my ass. She was riding on top, and shit, I bucked her off like a horse. She tell me she read an article about a man's G-spot being his ass, and now she's on a conquest to reach it. Every time we have sex now, she tried to sneak her hand down there and rub it, and I don't think I'm going to tell her to stop. Do I? <laughs> I think I started speaking for myself. I think he said, I don't think I'm going to get her to stop. Do I got to find a new warmer or should I go spread eagle and see if I got a G spot hitting in my brown hole? Keep feathering it, Mike. Well, Mike, it sounds like you already got it figured out to me. I mean, I wouldn't even be, if if, if you're going to question it, then we already know you want that scrum tampered with. So I think the best thing that you, the best thing for you is just to be comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't gay, you know, it ain't gay, you know. So, hey, if, if you know, do your thing, man. You know, you got to let sometimes, you know, in relationship and couples, you know. You know, things start to dry up. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you know, you got to keep it fresh. You got to keep it flat. So if that's something she want to get into. I don't know if you know. It sounds like you want to try it, man. So try it out. Try it out. It doesn't hurt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so next up, we got Blue My Inheritance in Vegas. So four months ago, my grandma passed away. She left me some serious cash. She always said she was going to take care of me, but I didn't know granny had stacks like that. I was having a tough year, so I decided to take myself on a vacation and get my mind right. That don't seem like a bad idea. I started having a little too much fun, though. Ended up blowing everything in Vegas in about two weeks, partying and getting bottle service. Now I'm wondering, you think my nana still be happy with the gift, or am I going straight to hell? Piss on me, beat me, Wes. Well, Wes, um... It sounds like she left you some serious cash out. If you just blew it on by, it sounds like some cocaine and, and prostitution was involved in there. I don't think you told us the full story and what you blew all the money on. But yeah, granny is rolling in her grave. You done fucked up. And uh, yeah, you probably going straight to hell over this. The best thing I could tell you to do is, man, I mean, you know, chalk it up to the game, man. You can't keep thinking about it. Money gone, money burned. You know what I'm saying? So, but I, I do think you're not telling us the full story. Cause I mean, if you just blew it on bottle service and partying, I mean I mean Vegas will do that to you, but you obviously was trying to like be something you wasn't. You know what I'm saying? So I mean you're getting everything that you deserve. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be yourself, man. You you trying to go, you get a you get you get a couple dollars from grandma. You wanna go blow it at the club popping bottles and shit. You what you want? Instagram videos, you just want an internet clout. Now you got it, but now you're broke. So the best thing to do is, man, just I don't know, man. You need to go. You got to go find a job or something. You shouldn't be writing into this motherfucker asking me shit. That's for that's for damn show. So <laughs> you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out, man. You got to figure it out. So yeah, man. Um, I was just thinking. Um, yeah, it was a situation one time when I was younger, trying to be something that I that I wasn't, and I was just trying to be older than what I was one time, and I was um sneaking out the career. I guess everybody had to go through that phase. In your life where well, you're like, fuck that, mom. I ain't staying. I'm sneaking out. I'm sneaking out the house. I'm, You know, and I was trying to be grown. And I got myself into some shit. My homeboy was like, yo, let's go over these chicks' house. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you know, that sounds like a good idea when you're a teenager. Everybody want to go hang out with some chicks. So we go over these chicks' house, but we didn't know that her grandma was still there. And they snuck us in. But they didn't tell us that at first. So we're in this basement just chilling, this and that, chilling, chilling, this and that. And, but the grandma bust down and caught us. But we hid. You get what I'm saying? So now we stuck Hitting in his basement Thinking eventually They're gonna come back And get us But they never came back So we just stuck In his basement Next thing I know It's like 6 in the morning Come you know We was hanging out We ain't Coney Island All type of shit I wake up in the morning I got to take The worst shit ever There's no bathroom Down here in his basement So I'm just looking around You know Feeling like I gotta figure it out I gotta figure it out And you know In most Detroit basements They had like The little hole in the ground I guess like a sewer Like a sewer situation. <laughs> so that's just me keep looking at this hole in the ground and just keep thinking to myself like are you really gonna do it are you really gonna do it like are you really gonna you know are you really gonna uh you know take the so i mean because you know that's where they do their laundry at that's where they like they, they wash the machine and dryer and all that kind of shit was that so they, they wash clothes down there and shit you know what i'm saying so i'm like fuck it i really gotta take this shit i i started to take the shit in the hole you get what i'm saying while i'm doing this my homeboy he wakes up and he's like, oh, nigga, you shitting in the hole? But he got to take a shit, too, so he just found a random bucket. He shit in the
2: bucket.
0: <laughs> and amidst the ball this commotion, the grandma comes downstairs with a bucket of laundry getting ready to wash the clothes. I mean, to say the least, I don't know how it ended for them, but, you know, they kicked us out and shit, and we was, you know, I mean, I didn't have to take a shit no more, so that was a good thing. And, you know, we were six in the morning standing at a bus stop with snow up to our knees. I got home, my mom cussed me out. You know, normal shit that teenagers do. (laughs) So next up, man, we're going to hop into some motherfuckers. Oh, we're going to get into some weird web shit? Yes, sir. All right, man. First up, man, we got my homeboy who's definitely a number one candidate to be in the cool guy club. This is my homeboy, um, Tony Chase, right here, man. He says the... um, the, 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 the FBI and the government is putting satellites in his teeth.
2: Doing, this is very important in reference to identities and factuality of histories of lulls and copyrights and people's identities in America. These people terrorizing people's faces and their bones and damaging their faces and teeth, their activities of copying people's identities. And these people trying to injure people and trying to murder people and these people trying to play... Uh, facial transplants of their, I'm not talking about people and other particulars of what something might be, but these people trying to steal my face, these people trying to steal my mother and father's estates, these people trying to get, trying to murder people to steal their faces, that's attempted, that's treason. <laughs> that's a violation of American policy. <laughs> these people damaging people's teeth, trying to copy their teeth. Look at his teeth. That's Mutilation crimes, that's attempted murder, that's treason. Anybody involved in that goes to prison. These face transplants, these penis transplant crimes, everybody goes to prison, man. You can't do that shit in America. Stealing from other races and other religions, stealing their penises, (laughs) damaging other people's teeth or their teeth of their race and religion. Your communism's treason in America. You need to get deported. And all those activities of people playing this game of trying to murder people and stealing their faces and teeth and penises and muscles and things like that, that's treason. They didn't do investigations on those people. Those people need to get deported out of the country for their crimes.
0: Yeah, that's Tony Chase right there for y'all that don't know. Um, he has um government officials put satellite in his teeth. He also says he was born with a um 15 inch penis. We'll get to that later at another date. But yeah, so I mean, what do you guys think is going on with a person like this? Do you think I really think it's like um that's like he went he been in the military or something like that's when um uh, some real like PTSD. He probably was. I don't know, man. I don't want to say, but I, I, I don't. But Tony Chase, man. If if you listen, I love you to come through and join the show. We could talk about this. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't know, man. You um, you 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 seem like a great guy, and you and you're definitely a cool guy. So I would love to get to know you. Next up, we got <laughs> another crazy motherfucker. Uh, Goddess Aurora, man. She um, she she's like um, uh, she she's fighting she's fighting a war with satan right there yeah um yeah she's um uh, <laughs> it's a bit much
1: right after this last message i had to literally run i'm at trolley stop five now and um at last 19 the guy didn't really even see me i'm glad i didn't miss him i had to cut it short so, just for the continuation of this message, all I gotta say is like the first lifetime when a Satan, the devil, tempted Jesus on the mount and said, like, he'll give him all the kingdoms of the earth and whatever else. And then Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Well, this time around, um, that wasn't the case. So, when, you know, Satan dead the devil, first of all, they told me, and, you know, I'm the feminine in the picture. Like, currently, stationed as Holy Ghost. I know some people say Holy Ghost is a guy. That's not true. So um, long story short, the Russell Pearson goes, you know, if I don't leave Mission House, I'm going to fail Mission because Amy is a comatose. And he only did that to like get Christine in to get me out to LA so that she tells me you don't belong in Mission House so that they can manifest their MS-13 plan with Michael Silver so that Cristal Cordoba... Can replace me, uh, you know, for Stephen uh, Jared Thompson, Jesus Christ, who, you know, instead of saying, get behind me, Satan, he played along. So all that is indicating now is that I'm literally stronger than Jesus, because every time. They say, oh, are you going to suck this dick? I go, get behind me, Satan. And then they start to program me, oh, you're gay, you're trans, you're this, you're a lesbo, you're that, you're abnormal, you're sick, you're insane. And they know they're poisoning me all along. So even on top of this, I was able to stand and say no to Satan. So that's only telling you guys that I am literally stronger than Jesus. And the devil wasn't able to fail me. So... You know, I now offer them, like, hey, you know, are you coming by um, around here? Because I wasn't going <laughs> to forsake you. <laughs> G- no, go this.
0: this scene where they tell you don't stick your dick in crazy, this is what they be talking about right here. These bitches right here, she for sure wear toe rings. You know what I'm saying? But this bitch is out here. And, I, um, yeah, I, I watch her videos all the time and they drop, so we'll be seeing a lot of her in the future. So, um, yeah, shout out to the Goddess Aurora, man. She ain't sucking dick for Satan. She, uh, I I, I really don't know. It's a bunch right there. But I really think she's just tweaking, though. I really think that's like a meth problem right there. It's because, I I mean, you know, when you be up for like three, four days doing some shit, you you start seeing a devil in Jesus and all type of shit. And that shit be, because she, she, she speaks with conviction. Like, this shit is really weird. This shit is real to her. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I love to watch a um, train wreck just like everybody else, man. So, I've been following her for a minute, man. So, yeah, we'll be seeing a, a lot more of her in the future, man. Shouts out to the goddess of rule. I wouldn't want you on the show, though, so it's no, in- <laughs> it's no invite for you. <laughs> Tony, maybe. You, not so much. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, let's go back. So, let's just keep it moving, keep it moving. Going up next, man, we're getting straight into, um, so, yeah, we're going to get into some motherfucking white people shit. White people shit. And I guess, man, number one thing, white people shit. I mean, because I ain't, you know. I ain't never seen no niggas do no shit like this, but recently I was invited to a bonfire. And I, I mean, you know, I always think like bonfires is like some shit that you got to go camping for. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like we go camping, start about, but no, they just really just build a pit in a backyard and tell you to come over. And niggas putting the hot dogs on steaks and shit and making s'mores and all type of weird shit, drinking Modellos. But it was actually a great time. You know what I'm saying, to be honest. This is what I say. White people shit is not nothing I'm I'm sitting here clowning on white people. Because at the end of the day, white people don't do nothing but want to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So it was actually a great time. And I I want to say shout out to the homies for inviting me to the bonfire, man. You know, it was great. And, you know, sorry I got a little too drunk. But one thing I am scared about, you know, getting drunk and like drinking by a bonfire is like tripping or something and falling in that motherfucker. I'm pretty sure that has to happen to somebody before. And, you know, I'm goofy enough to where some shit like that would happen to me. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really think I'm really too built to be invited to hang out at bonfires all the time. Maybe like an every blue moon kind of thing. Don't expect every weekend thing. But I didn't know. that I would think something like that would be illegal to just build a fucking fire in your backyard like that and just hang out and shit. But it's Texas. You know, Texas is different than Michigan. I feel like, you know, Michigan, because, you know, we had doubles night. And people don't know what doubles night was, that was like every before on Halloween, the day before Halloween, Motherfuckers, just used to burn up shit. Like any abandoned house, anything that you can burn, they'd just burn that shit up. So the whole city would be on fire. When I, I'm i not going to lie, as a kid, it used to be kind of beautiful to see that shit. And you'll watch the news and shit. And it'll be like, they'll show you like the up view from the helicopters. You just see smoke and shit. Shit was looking wild. So yeah, I grew up on Devil's Night shit. We used to have curfew. You just to had to be like, go. Straight home from school. You couldn't go outside, like do nothing. So yeah, shots out to Devil's Night. It was a I don't know if they still did I don't think Devil's Night exists anymore in Detroit. I'm pretty sure that's not something they um still partake in. But yeah, man, as a kid, Devil's Night Devil's Night in Detroit was a scary time. Niggas used to motherfucking um throw eggs and shit. You know what I'm saying? Egg your cars and shit. You know, normal, like, you know, mischief, you know. Delinquent behavior, you know, type of situations. But the burning of the houses was was because you know I, I lived on a block that had like a lot of abandoned houses and shit. So yeah, that's how it looked. The whole fucking streets and shit would be on fire and shit. Fire department working overtime. I know they motherfuckers used to hate when doubles night was coming. Niggas used to be missing sleep and shit. Seeing doubles night in their dreams. Like, man, it's about to be doubles night. Fuck. Fuck. Shots out to the fire the Detroit Fire Department though, man. They held it down. For real though, they did, man, cause that shit. <laughs> That's how them niggas used to be looking after that shit was over with, man. Because it used to be too much. I mean, you got to think, you pull up to stop one fire, you pull up to stop one fire and it's like five more right behind it on the same block. And then the thing about it, we used to use the water, you know, the fire hydrants and shit, playing around and shit, using the water and shit, you know, opening that motherfucker up, playing and shit in the water and shit. Then when it was time for like doubles night for them to really need to use the water, them motherfuckers never used to work. So motherfuckers' houses used to burn to the ground. I literally seen, like, wake up in the morning just seeing ashes where the house used to be. Like, you get what I'm saying? So, it was, and it's the, I, I mean, I could just smell it right now. The smell and shit reminds me of my childhood. I'm sorry that burning houses remind me of my childhood, but it makes me homesick right now. So, shouts out to everybody in Detroit, man. It's a great time. So, yeah, sticking to some white people's shit. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, that, man, you know, the most white people's shit ever it got to be Hamilton. Hamilton to play, man, because ain't no nigga never thought of no doing no dumbass shit like that, man. And one thing, I remember somebody told me, like, man, you should check out Hamilton, because you were, cause I'm a rapper, so I, I obviously thought maybe that would be something I was into. And I was like, hold up, all right. This seems cool, you know. Maybe I'll check it out. And I watched this show. I'm like, man, this got to be the whitest rapping shit I ever seen in my life. Like, what the fuck is going on with this shit? So yeah, Hamilton, man. It, I'm not Hamilton don't get no hood pass for me. I don't know about anybody else in the hood, man, but I'm not fucking with Hamilton, man. That's, I'm not cool with that, man. So yeah, Hamilton and some white people shit. And also I never heard of no niggas studying abroad. I heard um, I heard that recently, my homegirl, she was just chilling. And she was like, yeah, my daughter's studying abroad. And I just, the look on my face was like, you know, if some niggas said that, we'd think they were talking about like sex trafficking or something. Like, what the fuck is y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like studying abroad, like who does that? White people, that's who does that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I guess that would be dope. It's like, cause I remember when I was in, um. Elementary, I went to like a cool elementary school. It's like one of those, um, what they call them, like charter programs where like they'd take like the, the kids, they're like, you can do, you take like a test. It was like a, a different school than like the average public school. You can take a test and they like bus you out. It was like pretty, pretty, pretty much the suburbs, but right on the edge of the city. So it was like real diverse type of class. I mean, you know, type of students and shit, you know, instead of me going to school in the hood, just been a bunch of my niggas and shit like that. You get what I'm saying? So, so they did have like a foreign exchange program. And I remember when I was in the fourth grade, I think fourth or fifth, we had, a, we had a dude from Mexico come. His name was Ernesto. Ernesto didn't speak one lick of English when this motherfucker showed up, man. This nigga started watching The Simpsons. He came back to class talking about dude Bart, man. Next thing I know, this nigga knew everywhere. This nigga talked better English than me. So I, I definitely think, um, you know, studying abroad or like foreign exchange programs are definitely helpful, man. I mean, who knows? If I would have did some shit like that, i turned out different. I would have loved to like learn some French or some shit have another language or something. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so that is some awesome, some, some, some um, white people shit. Also I would say some white people shit is, um. have you ever been on like, going like a vacation or something? You go somewhere real nice and everybody going to like a resort situation or going like Hawaii or like, you know, Costa Rica, Jamaica, something like that. You know, everybody's going on vacation on a plane. You can tell that situation. Why every time the fucking plane land, white people start clapping? be like, motherfucker, what the fuck is wrong with y'all niggas, man? Get up. Like they be geek, like, oh who. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dog, just get up out of here, man. So yeah, white people clapping when the playing lane is some next level shit. Because I guess are they are they clapping because they survived? Or are they clapping because they're happy they're on vacation and we finally made it to the trip? I never get that part. Cause I've definitely been on um certain some some plane rides where I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it might be over with. You get what I'm saying? So maybe I should be the one clapping when I when I land more often, cause I've been in a situation, one time we was in like maybe, I wanna say Europe, we was somewhere in Europe, but it started to rain, like real crazy, just, just real crazy. I'm talking about this plane didn't, he didn't stand a lick of chance, he was just Harlem shaking the whole time. But the, but the thing that made it worse is that my DJ, he's real like scared of heights, and he's scared of planes and shit. He just, for some reason, he just freaked out and snapped Skyler, he just like, we're all gonna die! The next thing I know, the girl that was like across the rope road, from her, she just bust out crying. <laughs> I just put my hair up. I put on Sufyan Stevens, Carrie and Loyal, and I just rolled it out, man. But we made it, man. So shots out, man. All right. Next up we got. Oh, we got Would You Rathers, man. Would you rather? That's a new thing we got going on for this week. So, yeah, shots out. Shots out for the Would You Rathers, man. So I guess on um, the first one that we got a. Uh, would you rather um, walk in on your parents? or have them walk in on you. I'm man, my mom's done walked in on me a few times before. That's just what happens when you're in the hood and you live in smaller houses and shit, and you ain't really got no space, you ain't got no room. So yeah, my mom done kicked the door in on me before. Like, Daniel, what you doing in here? All right, I see, I see what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it been fucked up. Yeah, I've been busted a few times sneaking girls in the house and shit like that. And she, you know, she let me get, she let me get it off. But at the end of the day. She always come like, you disrespecting my house like that. I told you about bringing these bitches in my house. And my um my grandma, she was real bad with it, man. Like, she, man. My grandma got to the point, I was sneaking girls in so much, she started sleeping in her bedroom, just started sleeping in a living room couch. Like, you ain't coming in this motherfucker with none of these, these nappy-headed hoes. I swear to God, that's just what she said. You ain't coming here no more with these nappy-headed hoes. Cause I would, I would sneak, I would sneak. I was one of those kind of kids. I would sneak out the house or sneak people in the house. You know, one of those type of things, which sucks because, you know, once you're a father, that's the last thing you want. You know what I'm saying? I have a daughter or something. She's sneaking motherfuckers in the crib. You be like, oh, shit. Shit's getting real in the streets. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. Mom walked in on me. So, so I, I I say I would just rather take that because that's, you know. I mean, I guess everybody kind of probably walked in on their parents before. You know, I walked in. I'm pretty sure I, I didn't really see nothing because it was dark. But I knew they was doing something they had no business doing. And I feel like shit like that haunts your childhood forever, man. It has to do, you might need therapy, some trauma might happen. You just see, you know what I'm saying, your dad slinging dick and shit. Don't nobody want to see that shit. So, yeah, man, I would rather, you know, have the latter. So, yeah, would you rather someone see all the photos in your phone or read all your text messages? I think both of those are kind of even. You know what I'm saying, to be honest? Both of those are kind of even, to be honest, but, um, uh. That's a hard one. It depends on what day of the week it is and if I deleted my pictures or not. But <laughs> I would say reading the text messages, I'd rather read the text messages because pictures, man, you know, pictures is worth a thousand words. You know, the text message is right there in your face. You see what that shit said. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'd rather go with, um, yeah, I'd rather you just read the text messages because it's going to be a lot of wholesome things. There's going to be some fucked up shit in there, but it's going to be a lot of wholesome shit in there too that's going to, you know, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to even it out where I feel like the pictures is going to be all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, fuck that shit. Next, we got to um, give up the internet or give up brushing your teeth. Now, if anybody say they give up brushing their teeth for the motherfucking internet, they need to be taken to the motherfucking psych ward right now. Like, come on, man. Like, bro, like, you really got some problems, man. Nothing worse than a motherfucker who breath stank, man. Like, no one likes anybody that that doesn't really have. And this is coming from a motherfucker who who grew up his whole life with fucked up teeth. So, I know how people treat you with fucked up teeth, man. And I and I had you know I guess I wouldn't talk much or I, I wouldn't smile much so it was a lot of times where girls didn't know it's nothing worse than having fucked up teeth and a girl didn't know and you can see her looking at you and you showing some vibe as soon as you walk up like what's up and she'd be like oh what happened they ask questions you know what I'm saying they'll be like oh they be like dang what happened to you you already know what's going on I, I try to say some gangster shit like you know, I got pistol up in a dice game. That shit never works either, man. So yeah, man. If you give up brushing your teeth for the internet, man, you crazy than a motherfucker. I mean, I don't, I mean, we all need the internet, but we you definitely need to be brushing your teeth, man. You trying to live like a caveman lifestyle or some shit? Like, come on, man. Be real, man. Next we got um fight a hundred midges or ten anacondas. A hundred midges will fuck you up, though. I mean, ten ten anacondas, I mean, it's it's a death wish even way it go, but I feel like you got more of a um you got more foot control, like you can. You know what I'm saying? You can do some juke moves, and like you got footwork with ten anacondas. the kinders, You know what I'm saying? hundred midgets, man, they gonna they gonna dog pile your ass. You get what I'm saying? And this is gonna be over with for you, man. And you see, the, you see what they fists look like? A bunch of those little stubby ass fists punching you in the head. It's gonna be a murder case. So yeah, I I, I I think I got more. I think I got more of a chance with the um the ten anacondas the than hundred midgets. So yeah, I definitely wanna um fight ten anacondas. the kinders. So yeah, definitely, Um, yeah. So that was the Would You Rathers, man. Shouts out. <laughs> spin a motherfucking wheel! Yeah, every time I go blank, we spin the motherfucking wheel. So <laughs> we spinning a motherfucking wheel. Here we go. I'm starting to think y'all clicking these motherfuckers on purpose now, man. For real, man, because I had I had I had a very um interesting time last time I did acid. And it was, you know, because now they have these, you know, now they got all these type of new ways for you to do drugs and shit. But what they have is they have these acid drops. It almost looked like visine drops. But it's acid. You know what I'm saying? You can put it like on the sugar cube or do some shit like that. So me and my homies, we decided to do this acid. I was like, all right, that's cool. We'll do it. It was like a Monday at like 6 p.m. or something. Just randomly just decides to do acid at Monday on 6 p.m. You get what I'm saying? But whatever. So we do it. I take a couple drops on my tongue, hang out for a minute. Nothing really happened immediately. You know, obviously that's the thing. So I was like, fuck it, man. Let's put some music on. Let's get the vibe. Maybe I'll make a song or something. You know, I start making songs and shit. Start working out, you know, writing lyrics and shit, Doing doing regular music shit. The next thing I know, something just tells me, you just need to lay down. You just, you probably should just lay down. I go to lay down, when I close my eyes, all I see is like castles, like a magical land. I don't know if it's like some Game of Thrones type. I'm in, I'm in a kingdom. I'm in a motherfucking kingdom, that's all I know. And next thing I know, I just see doubles night happen to the kingdom. That's what happens, shit just start going on fire, motherfuckers' buildings crumbling. So by the time, I mean, it was damn near like a, a, I guess I was in war, a war in my mind. You know me, I started thinking all extra deep and shit. Like maybe this is the war in myself. Like I'm I'm, I'm becoming a whole new person. This is the kingdom being crushed. Like I remember if you know, like if you go to Target, those like big red, big balls and shit. I remember like at the end, like I seen just a whole bunch of shit, like pillars and shit falling and everything. And then everything just went to dust. And all I see is like one of these big semen ass balls just bouncing past me like boom, boom. And I can hear it too. And that's so. that's what's fucking me up anymore. So I'm so I'm so fucked up. And then once I see I see like an overview of the city and it's just like everything all burning on fire and everything all smoky and shit. So already I'm already emotional and shit right now because I'm like, what does this mean? Like, what is God trying to show me? So after I come out of that, if anybody know what the I take on me video look like, that's what everybody else looked like. So I'm sitting there talking to my homie. He's not realized I'm looking at a sketched version of him. And he's just looking at me and he talking to me, talking to me. And I could just see him. He just look at me and he says, damn, Danny, you fucked up. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of going through it right now. You know, so I was like, the best thing to do, you know, I guess, you know, like the Beatles and, you know, George Clinton and all those type of motherfuckers. They fucked up on acid shit. The best thing they do is they start recording music. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, fuck it. Put some beats on. And I put some headphones. On. I could barely stand up. I could barely. I took my shirt off, took my shoes and socks off and shit. I was so hot and sweating and shit. And it just really just set myself in a chair in front of a microphone and just they cut on beats and I just randomly said something. So you can hear those few songs on my new album, too. That's coming out soon. It, it worked out pretty great. So, yeah, it was pretty fun, man. It was pretty fun. So, yeah. So, yeah, I would say it was a great trip, to say the least. You get what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm still always um baffled by what that meant, you know, by, by seeing my whole kingdom collapse in front of my eyes. Like, what does that mean? Because at the time I was going through a crazy breakup and shit, too. And it was just it was just so much going on in my life. I was like, what does this mean? I mean, I think part of that part of me going through that acid trip is why I'm in Austin, Texas today, too. So shots out. <laughs> Shouts out the liquid acid drops. Like I was telling time too, they got the um the DMT vape pens, which are really great. Cause you know, if you anybody have done DMT before, you know when you do it like out the, you know, you do a rip, you that's a lot. It's kind of like, you know, you're gonna fucking blast off. The DMT vape pens, you can kind of guide yourself, you can kind of microdose yourself into that. You don't have to blast all the way off if you do want to, but you can kind of like, you know, just a little dab a do you type of situation. See a little colors, see a little weird shit and be like, oh, I don't want to go too far with that. And that's cool. So I used to do DMT every Sunday. I called it DMT Church. <laughs> I did DMT every Sunday for like a few months. And it was really like therapy for me. It really worked out. But I think I was just starting to do it too much and it, it was starting not to really work that much. Yeah, but I guess the craziest shit i seen on DMT is just like when shit just turned like to a video game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really felt like I was in like the maze of Pac-Man, like looking at the Pac-Man maze. This is actually beautiful shit. You know what I'm saying? To be honest. And so that's why sometimes they be like, man, we, we, we in a simulation and shit like that. When you do DMT, or like, any of those psychedelics, I think that's when I start to really question that shit. Because the type of shit, because I remember one time doing DMT and just the whole room, everything just broke down. It was like, like I can hear it clicking. Like, everything, like, broke down like matrix, like in cubes and shit, like geometric shapes and shit. So, yeah, that's that's one thing, another. You, know? you get what I'm saying? But I will say um, it, it is like a um ego death type of thing. You get what I'm saying? So, probably, I remember um, one time I, the worst thing I could have did was um I, I used to go to the um, flotation center, the float tanks and shit. You get what I'm saying? Because I really, like, it was like I was trying to stop smoking cigarettes at the time. So, that was, like, a good way. It actually helped me, too, and I actually stopped smoking cigarettes. And um, one of my friends, he was like, "Yo, we should do acid in the float tank." I don't know what made him come up with this idea. Terrible idea! It was a terrible idea. But I'm like, um, because I used to take a, I'd take a shit ton of edibles, and I go in, and I've actually like seen some creepy shit, and like you know, really felt like I was tripping, or seen some shit. Even one time, I, I, I remember my phone number from middle school. I don't know why, but. My phone number from middle school just popped into my brain because I remember writing it down on papers to girls all the time. Yeah, I used to go to float tanks and shit. And it really did help me. I, I will say it did stop me from smoking cigarettes and shit. But my friend just had to take it to the extra level. He's like, yo, we should take acid and go to the float tank. And I was like, I mean, I'm, I'm never the person to question things, obviously. So I was like, fuck it, why not? Let's try this. And while we were on our way, we were listening to the, um, the rock band Ghosts, if anybody know about Ghosts. It's this this whole thing just sound wrong from the beginning. We're on the way to the float tank. Yeah, these niggas. We on the way to the float tank, listening to ghosts, about to drop acid. You get what I'm saying? So so we take the acid when we get to the float tank. And you know, soon as I get in the motherfucker, I just see this nigga face. I just see this face. Soon as I I just see his face like some real double shit going on right now. I didn't I don't think I lasted um 15 minutes in the tank. And I used to do like an hour, hour and a half, two hour sessions sometimes. So, I came right out like in 15 minutes and the bitch at the desk, she was like, "Um, oh, what, what, you must have been having a good time today. Like she seen it. Like my hair was still wet. The desperation was in my eyes. I just want to get the fuck out of here. You get what I'm saying? And the crazy part about that, my friend gave me the ass I ain't seen his ass since. I swear. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't fucking with you no more, man. That was fucked up. Why you do that? Because he fucked up my whole floating experience, man. Like, I stopped really floating like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I seen some fucked up shit that I ain't want to see, man. But I asked her to do that to you. But so what the fuck? Hey, but hey, don't knock it till you try Spin the wheel. Red pill. That ain't that some racist shit, or it's like like the Matrix, like blue pill, red pill. Yeah, like yeah, the Matrix. It's like, mean you woke. I think so. Or like I'm a red pill you, because I be seeing white people say that he got red pill. I'd be like, oh, he got um, he got he got. <laughs> I think it's the opposite of woke. It's you like... got radicalized, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, red pilling um, it's the opposite of woke. It's like um, yeah um. That's just not shit I'm into. I just play video games and stuff. So, I mean, you know, that's a little too adult for me. Red P what is the actual term? Like, there's some, like, real urban dictionary. Used to refer to a process by which person's perspective is dramatically transformed, introducing them to a new, typically disturbing understanding of true nature of a particular situation. I have no idea what that means. But, uh... <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it's, you know... Yeah, they've been red pill. They're taking talking about conspiracy theories and cleaning up and red pill. Yeah, I mean, whatever, man.
2: <laughs>
0: I can't really speak too much on that kind of shit, man. So yeah, man, we got some drip sets. Drip set. We do. All yeah. right, let's see what we got going on this week. Oh yeah, the NBA draft just went down this week. I mean, I can't say I'm the biggest football fan in the world, and that's obviously because I'm from Detroit and we have the Lions. So, yeah, nice little Carolina blue going on right there. He looks like a um, drug dealer. I don't see. I'm black, so I can say that. But if he was racist, I mean, if he was white, you couldn't say nothing like that. Because the other day, I was at the gas station. I was at the gas station, and you know, my girl—that's with my girl. She drive. I mean, we drive a Porsche, whatever. I got—I get out the Porsche and shit, and. You know, I guess I look kind of cool to him or something. Then he, you know, he's looking at my watch and shit. He's like, "You a rapper?" You're like, well, "Why would I be a rapper?" Like, you know, I mean, I am a rapper though. But you get what I'm saying? But to myself, I'm like, "This nigga racist." You get what I'm saying? Like, what makes you think I'm a rapper? He's like, "You a rapper?" I, I just know, like, you famous, you a famous rapper or something? I'm like, "Man, no, I'm not." But I'm, I am a rapper though. So it was like, whatever. But I, I kind of felt it was, it was like a racial undertone with that question, man. So. Whatever. But yeah, this is a, I guess it's cool, I guess his change is his tie. I would have, I would have rather him just keep it clean though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, cause the change is too short. It don't even hit the collar right. You get what I'm saying? So he should have just wore a nice watch and a tie. So yeah, he kind of get a thumbs down for, for wanting to show us. He was just being a try hard right here, man. Okay, you know, you, you in the league, you rich, man. We know you got some chains. You could have wore a suit today, man. Wear the chains tomorrow with the t shirt. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. You get a thumbs down for this, but you know, that's like a nice prime, that's like a nice Easter suit too, though. It's like a bullshit suit though, kinda, though. Like, you don't say like a men's warehouse. You know what I'm saying? When you think about it, it ain't like tailored and shit. Like, you get know what I'm saying? So he, that's what you're trying to throw us off the bullshit suit with the chains. So I, I cause it, it, I was throwing off for a minute, I had to look. He ain't got no cufflinks or nothing, man. He out here just doing it wrong. And he ain't got no haircut either. Yeah, he spent all the money on the chains, man. But shots out. He richer than me, man. He's in the NFL, man. Hopefully, hopefully, man, he has hopefully you don't get CTE. This looks pretty smooth. This is like some uh oh, oh temptation backup dancer type shit. You get what I'm saying? Gladys night and the pips going on. You can never go wrong with a bow tie. If you can pull a bow tie off, that's some fly shit to me. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I like this. It looks a little is that bedazzles? Is that a little bedazzles right there it look like um like like some like some um Christmas lights. Type shit. Christmas ornaments or some shit going on right there. Yeah, some type of jewel. Yeah, some, some rubies or some shit. Yeah. Some sapphire, he got some gemstones on this shit. All right, I see you, man. He, he See, he might be red peeled, if anything. You know what I'm saying? He look like he woke, you get what I'm saying? Hanging out at the gym and jams and shit. You get what I'm saying? Picking up stones and shit for his draft suit. I see your player. But yeah, that's cool. He look like some, that's like some pretty Ricky type shit, though, you know what I'm saying? I, w- I would think it's real hard as an NFL player to really find a great suit. Like, I think that comes with time of being like being around different seamstress and people that can tailor your shit like that. So I would think it wouldn't be that easy to fucking buy a draft day suit. This nigga right here, this some Black Panther shit going down right here. What's this guy's name? Yeah, I knew, I knew. I knew some African shit going on right there. That's what I'm saying. He'd be, he'd be the one like, don't call me my nigga. I'm not your nigga. I already can see it on them. Like, they don't play that shit, man. Africans hate African Americans, man. That's what y'all think. White people racist, man. Africans towards other African Americans, the most racist shit ever, man. They hate us, man. And it's okay, man. I get it too, man. I actually had I actually got the chance to go back to Africa. And it was one of the most amazing experiences I've had in my life. One thing I would say about Africa was the best KFC I ever had in my life. They must really know, like, they can't play with KFC in Africa. Like, you can give us the bullshit chicken, but not in Africa, man. The the, the herbs and spices is real abundant in the KFC chicken. That's all I'm saying in Africa. It was a great time. I went to a strip club in Africa, and they wouldn't let us wear our hats. in. He's like, it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous because, we we, you know, we were trying to be American. Like, we don't want to take our hats off. He's like, it's very dangerous. But we eventually took our hats off, and I was surprised to find out that um, um in Africa there's a lot of Chinese women with stupid fat asses, man. Like I ain't know that shit exists. I was in that motherfucker baffled, just looking like, oh my God, like really? Like this shit was amazing to me. Cause you know, I'm I'm Filipino, I'm half Asian, you know, I got some Asian in me. So it was like going back to my roots almost, just seeing like Chinese girls with fat asses or something. Like, oh man. But yeah, so that was great. That was the best part of I mean the best part of Africa was the people. I will say that. They actually made a mural for me. They took me, I went through the huts and all that shit. I was in Soweto, so it was some real hood shit. It got to the point where we even, we couldn't even like hang out by ourselves. We had to, they, they, they gave us this guy that was looking out for us and his name was Street Boss. I was like, yeah, shots, so, shots out to Street Boss in Soweto. He held us down. You know what I'm saying? Took us to KFC and shit. So yeah, I already know. He kind of do kind of look like Street Boss too. <laughs> all right, let's see the next. Yeah, that's Street Boss right there for sure. This is like some H&M shit going on, some Fashion Nova, some Fashion Nova shit. This some shit, you know what I'm saying? This is where you, uh, when you sign up to one of those like Blue Apron services for clothes or something, and they just, you just mark down shit and they just send it to you every month and you got to just, you know, figure it out. So yeah, man, I mean, you can't, that's what I'm saying. I, you can't really be mad at football players, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect for them to have like the most swag, you know what I'm saying? Like to be the most swagged out motherfuckers in the world and shit. They so big and shit, man. It's uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, man. I mean, yeah that that that's that's, that's kind of fucked up. That one's kind of fucked up. But I, 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 uh, yeah. See, this this one of the Black Panthers too, ain't it? Ain't it? Let's see the name. No, Jordan Davis. Okay. Uh, it's. Oh, I wish I could see the side of this. But no, that looked like a, um, yeah. I mean, I guess it's tight. I mean, I like that looked like some like um, like like a Fortnite skin or something though. Like it don't even look real. It almost looked like they photoshopped his outfit onto him. Like this doesn't even like he put this shit on. But I guess like some coming to America type shit going on. But then it almost something about this suit, man. Just like if a white person wore this, they'll be racist. So like I don't know. It's almost like some Mason shit going on. What about on like so. a British guy in like Buckingham Palace? That's kind of what oh, I'm thinking. Okay, okay. I could see that if he had like the the hat, the hat type of thing. Yeah. He tried it. He tried it. This is what happened with social media though, where people just try to go too far, man. He's just better off going to the big and tall store, And just you know what I'm saying? Just getting some regular shit, man. Cause I mean, he kinda looks stupid. I mean, I don't want Jordan Davis to run up on me. Like you said, I look stupid in my suit, but you kinda do, man. Cause that like, a, it's almost like a prime shop of some shit, like a Miss America pageant type of thing. But then I was like, is that a cummerbund? But then it's not a cummerbund. It's just like, like he just, you know, it's like he he sat on a wet paint bench. You know what I'm saying? And got up was like, fuck it. Damn, I fucked my suit up. Do the other side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, man, Shouts out to Jordan Davis, man. He looked like he a fucking nigga up though. Like come straight through the line. He hitting some shit. So Yeah. Man, I be worried about football players, man. The CTE is real, man. I'll be saying Antonio Brown, man. And he just, you know, he's he's like one of the most entertaining people I feel like walking right now. Oh, oh yeah, we got to check this guy right uh, here. Last one. Yeah, we gotta check this guy right here. This is probably my favorite one because I wear some shit like this. So it look like he got some Rick boots on and shit. So yeah, this is this is this is this kind of dope to me. This is some like some real Morris Day action right here. You get what I'm saying? He got the pearls on and shit. This some fly bit shit. You get what I'm saying? So I, I respect it. I like it. I like that. That's my favorite one. So we got to get one that, I, that I, I ain't just about to choke on him. So yeah, he did his thing right there. Shouts out to Gary Wilson. So yeah, I like this one. That's fly. I mean, I don't know about the fit. But like I told you, man, like it's kind of hard, man, As a um, because I would like those pants to be tailored a little more. They could have fit them a little better. The jacket is tight. That that's, that That worked out. But the pants look a little ruffled, a little ruffled under the feathers right there. But he pulled it off. I like that. Is that pearls? Oh, that's that's chain. Is he wearing uh, pearls? Th- those are pearls. Yeah, that's great. I love that. I love that. Shots out. Shots out. He did that. He did that. That's probably my favorite outfit from the draft. Well, that I've seen right there. Right there. All right, all right, all right, all right. So next up, we got motherfucking, um... So yeah, um, video games. Video game reviews. Uh, um, I've, I've jumped back into a Grand Theft Auto RP. Um, I've, um... But I ain't letting y'all motherfuckers know. I mean, I ain't got time for this shit. Because last time it didn't work out well for me, motherfuckers just ran up on me, killing me. Oh, you Danny Bow? You know what I'm saying? Cause, because I didn't, me trying to think, I thought that would be the cool thing to do is, is make my name Danny Brown, actually on the game and shit. Like, motherfuckers wouldn't. Then motherfuckers be like, you ain't Danny Brown. And they would hear me laugh or some shit. Oh, this is Danny Brown. And it'll just smoke me. So I never really was having an enjoyable experience playing online RP. You get what I'm saying? So now um I'm not telling motherfuckers what serumo on what I'm, what what I'm doing and shit but I will say I'm actually having a good time. And this is almost like some metaverse shit going on right now. I will I will say with Grand Theft Auto. I mean, shouts out to Rockstar Games to my people's man. I've done great things with them, man. We we've, we've, we've hung out, you know. I've done good work with them. And I will say man for a game that has came out, I, when did they... it was it 2013? Something like that. For a game that has been out this long, it continues to to gain new life and every year it, it it just adds something new to it yeah 2013 man and, and we're still here it's almost it's almost about to be 10 years playing this one game so at this point this is its own world so it makes me you know it does you know make you think about that question do we live in a simulation type shit because Grand Theft Auto is its own world at this point man that shit is motherfuckers is going on there being who they want I mean they have been told them different motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? And I actually do like the um the act of role playing. You know what I'm saying? I might get some role playing going on in the bedroom now after this shit. You know, it started from the video game and like, you know, you know cuz because what I am, well, I mean I ain't telling. You, I'm not even about to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that though. No, I'm not going to do that. But like I'm saying, so yeah, shout out GTA RP, man. So if anybody, but if anybody got some dope servers that they know about, you know, hit the email, you know, Danny at the Danny dannybrownshow.com. I might join your server and see what's up, see what y'all got cracking over there. Because I tried to join in no pixel shit. They just straight dissed me. I I, I sent them my, how you going to make a motherfucker send an application in to play a video game, man? You get what I'm saying? So I sent my application in, paid my donation fees, all that. The motherfucker still denied me access. So I've been playing on the hood niggas' servers and shit, you know. And it get a little too gangster in there, man. I want to really, because they don't really know how to stick to the role playing aspect. You give it what I'm saying? Don't nobody want to snitch. It's just going on. You know, shit going too crazy, man. And don't nobody want to be the police. So, you know, it's anarchy and, and, and grizzlies and, and grizzly gang RPG. You get it what I'm saying? And me, that's my favorite, you know, um, you know, genre of game is RPGs. A lot of people know I'm huge into Personas and Final Fantasy. I, I really liked Lost Ark, which I really, um, I played a lot. Of, I, I really got deep into it. It just, I don't know. I just fell off somewhere with it. That happens a lot with video games with me. Like, I'll be playing it a lot. and I I, I put in close to 100 hours in this game. And, then, and now I'm just, like, bored with it or something. So that happens a lot. But, yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm really into um, role-playing games. And also simulator games that we was talking about earlier. Like, they got, got games like Drug Dealer Simulator. They got um, Weed Shop Simulator, Thief, shit like that. I love those games where I can just, you know. Because those, they, those yeah, they, those require, like, a role-playing element, too. I wouldn't say these are the best games to play like they're not like um you know they're not um you know chartering any new ground as far as graphics and shit you get what i'm saying but you know you can play these games and create little storylines in your head you know what i'm saying and you know am i weird to be doing that i always like play video games and create alternate stories of the world in my brain like if if i'm playing like a um, nba 2k season always some type of way like i'm arguing with the coach in my head like this nigga won't give me no more minutes he won't put me in a game i'm gonna go for it you know what i'm saying like it's beef i got practice tomorrow like i really get into the to the to the whole you know season and shit into the character and shit so, <laughs> so yeah man we almost up out of here so before we leave though i gotta i gotta leave y'all motherfuckers with some lessons man this is motherfucker um lessons with danny brown lessons with danny and one thing that i really do and i know that's gonna help a lot of you motherfuckers out man but that's um if you want to smoke weed in a hotel room, man, it's 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 very easy to get caught. I've been caught countless times. I've been kicked out of hotels, and it sucks. It's sucks, especially when it's like real late night, and nothing nothing hurts your heart more than hearing that smoke detector alarm go off when you know you and that motherfucker doing wrong. So, I mean, as 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 people obviously know, man, the number one thing you have to do is like tile the door, obviously. But there's a a, a, a you know, there's a few steps you want to you know you want to take before you even do that. I mean, the first thing I would say do. Is whatever, you know, when you're in the hallway, I mean whatever hallway that your room is, you want to spray that motherfucker too. Like you want to bring something like an ozium. And they make those, like, you know, you can see them at the gas stations in the hood and shit, those, those flavored blunt blunt man spray, blunt strawberry tequila, blunt man spray, pina colada. Them shits work though. You get what I'm saying? Cause they gonna throw them off the scent. You feel what I'm saying? So what I would do, as soon as I check into my hotel i be at the motherfucking desk, you know what I'm saying, signing my shit, getting my credit card. I'm spraying shit down there. Bow, 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 bow. You get what I'm saying as I'm walking through? Because you don't want you don't want them to know where the smell come from. So you want the smell to be everywhere, kind of. You get what I'm saying? I hit the elevator. I'm spraying. Bow, 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 bow. You get to your floor. You're spraying. Bow, bow. So you're spraying everything. But when you get to your hotel door, your actual hotel door, and you close the door, you just want to spray along the cracks of the entire door. I'm talking about you want that shit stained up to let you know you did it. So you hit that shit up. Bow, blah 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 Spray along the whole shit. The next thing you want to do is they, they always have a trash can. You know what I'm saying? They always have a trash can in there. And, and so you want to take the garbage bag out the trash can, and you want to find the nearest smoke detector. And you take. Sometimes you might want to bring some tape with you. That works out the best. And you want to tape this garbage bag or some type of plastic situation over the smoke detector. Make sure this shit is, you can take a shower cap. A shower cap works well, too. There's always some type of plastic shit up in the hotel room that you can use to fucking diffuse the smoke detector. So, boom, you diffuse the smoke detector. You know, (laughs) you diffuse the smoke detector. You give it a sip. So the next thing, I mean, now the next thing you want to do is you want to tile the door you know perfect but one thing you got to understand you need to wet this towel man i don't think a lot of people understand that they just throw a dry ass towel up under the door that shit does nothing man the, the fucking weed still goes out everybody still smells it so you want to fucking take the um towel you know wet the towel up real wet get it real wet with some hot water too and make sure you smash that motherfucker good up under the door get into all the creases because this that is the most important step you get what i'm saying and from then on oh also most of the time you also have a um. You know, your neighbor, they got that door that connects y'all. You feel what I'm saying? You want to tie that motherfucker up, too, and do the same thing. Spray alongside his shit. So he be chilling in his room. Next thing you know, he just smells some fruity goodness come through the door. He's not going to be tripping about it like that. He's going to think, you know, maybe some prostitution going on next door or something. It's Victoria's Secret Heavy over there. You get what I'm saying? So, but yeah, so that's pretty much what you're going to do. But, at, but when you're smoking, the main thing you got to understand is it's no running in and out the door. There's no once this blunt is lit, once we get to smoking, we staying in this room until the smoke is gone. Ain't no leaving out the dough. So and that's all you gotta do. And when you leave out the dough, you're spraying. You always spraying. Whenever you leave your hotel, you go to get you go downstairs to get, get your Pepsi or something. You go to the vending machine. Just keep just constantly just spray. Just constantly spray. And you'll never get caught. But the main thing you gotta understand too that um is um, you know, hotels have smoking charges. You know, I would be the one to tell you i probably spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on smoking charges and i'll do it again because uh, i mean i'm just not about the one thing about living in hotels especially when you fucking do it a lot and like being on the road and touring eventually them shits become like jail sales to me you get what i'm saying and i hate i just hate being in them man. you get what i'm saying like living somewhere where the door is right there the door is next to my bed it's it's, it's always been scary to me you get what i'm saying so yeah, you just want to uh make sure you clean your room up to the fullest because the housekeeping I feel like they get an extra bonus incentive or something like that if they report that you're smoking. So they coming in that motherfucker looking for that shit with a motherfucking uh, magnifying glass. They find one piece of ash. That's what they looking for the most because they need to bring it down. They need to bring down evidence to the boss, like he was smoking in there. Especially if you are a nigga like me and you done, you know you done you don't you know you done hit it up with the spray. But you know once you you know you doing all those fruity sprays and they see wet tiles and. You got ashes and shit everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're eventually going to get caught. I mean, you're going to get caught. So I, 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 I have never really ducked a smoking charge. I've ducked smoking in there, but I've never really ducked a smoking charge. And it's, all, it's also a couple of tricks you can do. One of my favorite ones is um, if they have a microwave. If they have a microwave in there, that's like jackpot. You get what I'm saying? What you want to do is you want to go buy you some microwave popcorn, and you want to burn that shit to the maximum. I'm talking about make that shit. You're going to have a whole flow Everything. You don't even need to towel your dough at this point. Everything smells like burnt popcorn. We smoking all day. So that's another one you can kill it with. I mean, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> that's also another great, great, great secret you can kill them with. Another one that works really well, but I doubt anybody wants to be riding around. But you can vinegar. Vinegar kills any smoking smell that you can do. You can just take. You know, just take a bowl, a cup of something, fill that motherfucker up, sit that shit in the corner. You can smoke all day and night once you leave. That vinegar smell gets to circulating through the room. I know, imagine sleeping in a hotel room with a bowl of vinegar in the corner. This the type of shit niggas do to smoke. You get what I'm saying? I mean, (laughs) I know it sounds drastic and I know it sounds like a little, you know, you're going far, but I mean, this is the things you guys have to do. You know what I'm saying? When you want to, you know, when, you you know, this is what you got to do, man. So that's lessons with Danny Brown. Also, yeah the vinegar oh i got another one too i mean this is this one you ain't got nothing else this is the last one and this would just be baby powder you know i know it's stupid as it sound but just take a bottle of baby powder and just throw the powder all over the room like fuck you housekeeping because you're gonna get caught anyway you give it what i'm saying so you're gonna give them a nice little job to handle you give it what i'm saying so you just throw baby powder everywhere you and that bitch smoking you come out dusting your hair and shit so, yeah, the baby powder, that's a good trick, especially if you want to be a dick and fuck them up. So, yeah, that's lessons with Danny Brown. Hey, <laughs> that's that's up, uh, you know, that's that's this episode, man. The Danny Brown show. Thank y'all motherfuckers for coming, hanging out with me, man. You know what I'm saying? See y'all motherfuckers again next time. Shout out to the motherfucking booth boys up in this bitch. Wild May Studios. You get what I'm saying? Love y'all motherfuckers. Hey, and I'll see y'all niggas next time. You know how it is. <laughs>
2: PEACE!